0: Did you say a culture renaissance? Yes, it's here. Do you think that's a bold claim? A rebirth and revival of culture as it relates to individuals, teams, organizations, and communities coming together to perform? Creatorofculture.com is confident that this time period is likened to a renaissance of sorts. Why? Global interconnectivity. Global interconnectivity, or intertwining, has grown significantly in the past two decades, specifically in the areas of technology, supply chain, economy, and philosophy or approaches. Regarding philosophies and approaches specifically, hundreds of millions of people worldwide view things, sometimes very strongly, from different lenses, yet are collaborating either by choice or not. What is to be done? Setting the culture baseline by taking the best-in-class from various places and taking advantage of global interconnectivity. We will ask this again. A culture renaissance? Yes, it's here. We were wondering if you caught the phrase above regarding setting the culture baseline. This is important. As mentioned, there are hundreds of millions of people globally all living in different conditions, have had different experiences, See life and see others through different lenses. Those are their natural cultures established and not necessarily by choice. These natural cultures are the norms and expectations one was raised by, lived in, and consistently reminded of. The culture we are referring to with respect to the baseline is the team, organizational, or community culture that is crafted. Crafted? Yes! Culture baselines need to be crafted. Here is the interesting part. Natural cultures have both strengths and weaknesses. There are also many positives and negatives associated with each. One may wonder, well, who decides what's positive or negative, or a strength or a weakness in a natural culture? It can depend on who you ask, but typically, it's the architect of the baseline culture for that team, organization, community, that is deciding. Therefore, it is so important that the architects of cultural baselines can see perspectives, philosophies, understand human cognitive functions, biases, and environmental conditions. These need to be understood before setting a sustainable best in class culture baseline. So how do the architects understand these areas? Education and experience simply. With respect to education, formal and informal objective training in anthropology is beneficial. Also, any formal and informal training around human cognition is worthwhile. This provides the understanding of who we are, how we are built, and why we operate the way we do. Knowing this is key. Regarding experience, there are a lot of natural cultures in the world. There are many even within a geographical area. Sometimes there are even subnatural offshoot cultures. Being a part of these firsthand can be a great way to gain experience. A close second, which is the category many people fall into, is to be aware of and learn as much as possible from objective sources. The architects now are ready to set the culture baseline. Best in class baseline cultures take the top for many natural cultures to apply within their team, organization, or community. Let's discuss a couple examples driving home this point of taking the best from different sources to create their own system or way of operating. Moro Colagreco is considered by many sources and critics to be one of the best chefs, if not the best, in the world. Colagreco is of Argentinian ancestry, and began his career working in Buenos Aires before making his way to France in the early 2000s to become part of the cuisine staff at various high-end restaurants. In 2006, Moro Collegreco started his own restaurant called the Mirazur. The Mirazur has consistently been listed in the top 50 restaurants in the world and has earned many prestigious Michelin awards for overall dining experience... In masterfully crafted tasteful dishes like many successful chefs they obtain both formal and informal education and training and then experience various natural food cultures globally before creating their own system it has been documented by Minnie Ribeiro of fistpost.com in an interview with color greco that he quote travels the world searching for new ideas and is never afraid to incorporate other cultural influences, end quote. In addition, FineDiningLovers.com stated that Colagreco's Cuisine at Mirazer, quote, is inspired by all the cultures which influence a cook working on the border, gathering natural produce of the Mediterranean without ever forgetting his Argentinian roots, end quote. Collegreco created a baseline for his restaurant by seeking out the best cuisine within all natural cultures and applying thereafter at Mirazur. Collegreco is the quote, architect in this case. The cuisine and experience is his baseline culture. Creator of culture would bet that his staff at Mirazur all buy into the same approach and outlook as well. Here's another example Bruce Lee was a martial artist and a movie star originally trained in traditional Wing Chun. Bruce Lee realized that when creating his own system of Jeet Kune Do in his later years, that he was going to take the best from many different systems to make his own. So Bruce Lee took a little bit from karate, some from Wing Chun, some from boxing, and a little bit from grappling. Bruce Lee was quoted saying, quote, Research your own experience. Absorb what is useful. Reject what is useless add what is essentially your own end quote does this not resonate with the above example bruce lee was the architect just like chef moro through his formal martial arts training he then built his baseline yes building a culture baseline is no different than what chef Morrow, color and bruce lee have done what was critical is they both followed the formula we discussed above regarding education and experience before designing their baseline Without that understanding, culture baselines are not attainable or sustainable. There is not enough knowledge gained to properly analyze and extract the best from natural cultures. They both took advantage of global interconnectivity as well. As we wind down this discussion, let's get back to the topic of a culture renaissance, as stated in the beginning. A bold statement, remember? Yes, it's happening right now. More and more people, teams, organizations, and communities have connected the dots on creating best-in-class culture baselines. It's a revival. We see examples in our own environments of culture currently working well, but mostly not so well. Applying it is the hard part, and there is a long way to go, unfortunately. We predict that phase two of the culture renaissance revolves around the process of baselining culture. The examples above discuss the output of some product or service with some positive culture externalities. Those were analogies for a culture baseline in their particular settings. For our purposes, culture itself is our output, and it involves people. With anything people-related, there are many wildcards, which is why, on future posts and podcasts on Creator of Culture, we'll discuss why process is so important. We want to sincerely thank you for listening to Creator of Culture's podcast series.